Welcome to the Peep Show. I'm your host, Johnny Hazoff. This is your weekly NFL Pick'em Show podcast where we from the Naked Take Digital Media Network give you our five best picks and locks for every NFL Sunday against the spread. And most likely resulting from that will be our biased analysis. What's up, boys? Welcome to week 13. What up, up, Justin? It's been a minute, boys. Yeah, <laughs> so, so last week, obviously, we did an early show because of Thanksgiving, but we also had a pretty poor resulting week. Uh, some of us, um, myself included, did especially not very so well, but the best records we had were three and two. So let's just go over our week 12 results real quick. So Brad, kind of back in the form, I guess you could say, three and two. Tommy, three and two. Nick, three and two. Freiburg two and three, Jordan two and three, TJ two and three, Kyle two and three also, and then Tyson at one and four, and then oh baby, I went zero and five last week, man. <laughs> Couple of heartbreakers, man. I uh, I actually felt really confident last week, but that did not show up in the results. Yeah, so I mean, we all got screwed by uh, <laughs> the Ravens and Seattle. Like both of those should have been covers and Tampa. Then. Tampa just imploded. Tampa too. We had a lot of us had the exact same picks, and we all got screwed on the same lines. But uh, your boy here didn't have any one that was just a clear cut favorite to win, and that's just you know, you know, I go on five things happen. You know what I mean? So uh, (laughs) while we're at the current standings, Brad obviously is still atop the leaderboard at thirty five and twenty five. Nick right behind him, one game, uh, thirty four and twenty six. Kyle. Tied for third, 33 and 27 with TJ at 33 and 27. Tommy, uh, a couple games back at 30 and 30, so sitting right there at 500. Jordan's at 28 and 32. Tyson is at 28 and 32. Freiburg, 24 and 36. And I'm also at 24 and 36. So, as bad as the last week was, I'm still tied for last place. And with six weeks left, if I'm doing my math correctly, because it's week 13. Uh, we still have a chance to get back just a couple of five and oh, four and one weeks. So let's <laughs> let's make it happen. Like the optimism there. <laughs> just... We got you know, in a time of desperation like this, TJ, sometimes the only thing you have is hope. I think hope's <laughs> one of the hope's one of the most promising things one can hold on to. So we're gonna go on with that. No matter how bad the season was earlier, we're gonna see what we can do here. So Let's just get right into the picks. We got four of us here. I appreciate everyone being here, obviously, because some of us don't show up anymore, Brad. But uh, that's all, <laughs> that's all good. Uh, we're going to start with uh, Mr. Banaszewski. Uh, oh, what do you? <laughs> what are you looking at for this week? Are we just doing games we're interested in right now? Uh, let's just combine it. So, like, start with games interested, and then just go into your five picks. God, I don't even have five picks yet. Uh, sure. That's why I put uh, you on the spot. Oh, fantastic. Well, <clears throat> we can't pick this game, but tomorrow night my New England Patriots play the uh, Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a big divisional game. Um, you know, Patriots sitting at a, a game over 500, and they're in the hunt for the playoffs. I don't think they're currently in if the season were to end today. 
Um, they had a tough loss last week against the Vikings on Thanksgiving. Kind of got hosed on a couple calls, in my opinion. But, you know, sometimes the ball doesn't bounce your way. Uh, so, again, not feeling overly confident about tomorrow. But I definitely feel like we can be competitive. Um, the Bills, you know, were pretty much everyone's favorite. Um, them and the Chiefs from the AFC to make the Super Bowl. And to be honest, I don't think they've looked that great so far this year. I think they're way too Josh Allen dependent. And he actually has the most turnovers in the league by a decent margin, actually, this year. Um, so maybe Brian uh, Dable leaving has uh, gotten him back into some bad habits because uh, his game has gotten considerably more messy um, compared to the last two, three years. So... Yeah, again, I guess it'll all depend on if Patriots can force some turnovers and we play clean on offense. Um, but definitely we'll be watching that. A uh, couple other decent games, actually, this uh, this week. We got uh, Philadelphia hosting the Titans. Uh, I had the Titans last week. Um, they, didn't, they came up a little short for me, but I still think that's a really good and well-coached football team. Um, again, I don't think the Eagles are necessarily as good as that 10-1 record. Um, I think there is a blueprint to stop them, uh, and that, you know, it just really involves stopping the run, um, which again, I don't know how the Packers let them run for over 300 yards. It's honestly really bad. Um, so definitely we'll keep my eye on that. Um, and then San Fran, Miami, um, pretty interesting game. Honestly, uh, Miami is going across the country to play San Francisco, um, San Francisco's defense has been absolutely lights out, especially in the second half. I don't think they've allowed a point the last three or four weeks in the second half, which is pretty incredible. And, uh, you know, Miami with Tua and McDaniel have been just lighting up the scoreboard. So we'll see uh, who, uh, you know, wins that battle, you know, offense versus defense in that one. Um, I, yeah, I guess going into my picks, disclosure now, probably going to change a good bit of these considering the first time I opened this app was a few hours ago to look at these initial lines and there's been quite a bit of movement honestly um, again I think we've said this multiple times on the pod but the run your pool line does not change after it opens um, for example Atlanta is minus one and a half on here but on a couple other lines Pittsburgh is actually a favorite by a point so don't know what's triggering that. I mean, Kyle Pitts did just uh, have season-ending surgery, but I don't think he warrants two and a half points. And uh, Green Bay's minus two and a half on here, but on other lines now they're minus four and a half. So again, don't know what's triggering that. I'll have to check some injury reports. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll get into it. Uh, first game I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna take Minnesota at home minus three and a half against the Jets. Um, I think Mike White is actually a really good quarterback. Well, again, better than uh, <laughs> Zach Wilson, um, for sure. I actually saw something that it's like only two quarterbacks ever in their first four starts have over like 300 yards passing and three touchdowns and like multiple games or something, which is pretty insane. Um, but yeah, them going out into, uh, into Minneapolis and that stadium, it gets pretty rowdy and loud out there. Um, again, I, Kind of just don't trust Mike White doing it a couple weeks in a row. Um, Minnesota, for you know what everyone says against them and not being able to blow out teams, they seem to get it done. They win close games. This line isn't too absurd. Three and a half at home. I'll take it for now. Again, subject to change depending on some injury reports. 
Uh, next game, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna take Cleveland minus six and a half going down to Houston. Deshaun Watson's coming back. Houston's been just god awful. Um, again, I don't love Cleveland, but they showed me something last week, beating Tampa. Um, kind of again screwed me on that one. Um, scored with like 30 seconds left, and then won in overtime. So maybe they have a little juice right now. Get their quarterback back. And just beat a Houston team who's clearly just, they don't care. So, I'll take him winning by a touchdown. Uh, next game, I think I'm going to take take Detroit plus .5 at home. Uh, I kind of just like them to win this game. Uh, again, their, their offense, I think, is pretty damn solid for, you know, the, all the weapons they have. Dan Campbell's clearly loved by all the players up there. They play tough no matter what. And again, Jacksonville is coming off a pretty uh, exhilarating win, comeback win against the Ravens, who just love to blow two possession leads in the fourth quarter. It's fucking terrible, honestly. Um, but yeah, give me Detroit at home. I like them to get a win here. Uh, next game, I'm going to take uh, the Dolphins plus three and a half going out to San Fran. This one for right now is just merely a, a numbers pick here. I kind of like that hook to save me. I mean, I could easily see a 27-24 ball game. So it's really just a numbers play. Um, again, I, I think San Francisco is a really solid team. They probably have one of, if not the best, roster rosters in the league. Um and their defense in the second half, like I alluded to, has been insane. But I can see Miami getting some quote-unquote cheap cheap touchdowns, one-play touchdowns, just with their explosiveness. So I like them to keep the game close, and uh, I'll take the hook to, uh, to save me here. And, jeez, uh, this last game, again, I these lines, I really don't know. Um, for now, I think I might take Chicago getting two and a half at home. I don't know, again, there was movement towards Green Bay, but I don't know if that's because maybe they announced Rodgers is, is playing. Do you guys know? Not sure. I'm saying I think, away from I that think one. he's out. Like, I'm 80% confident on that, but who knows, really? Yeah, I, I don't know. I think I saw Justin Fields is questionable, but he wasn't ruled out yet. Um, I think it's one of those situations where they just marked him as questionable, but he's definitely going to play. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. I hate when, I hate when they list him as questionable, but I think that's the scenario. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I might just put that down as my fifth pick for now. Um, I, again, I, I'll have to dive into some of these other lines, but like that Kansas city Cincinnati game, I'm tempted to take Cincinnati, but that's really, again, just a toss up Cincinnati. I think beat Kansas city twice last year. They played in the regular season and then they beat him in the playoffs. Uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll say those are my five for now. But again, subject to change. Yeah, I like it. You know, New England's at six and five right now, you know, and they're at the bottom of the AFC East. <laughs> that is just ridiculous. It's really going to be interesting to see if Miami can keep the hold on that division. Um, because technically they're tied with Buffalo, but they are leading it right now. And then we'll see what happens with the Jets and Mike White. And uh, we'll see what happens with Cleveland, you know, with Deshaun Watson coming back. They're at four and seven. The Steelers are at four and seven. And you have the Bengals in Baltimore at seven and four. So 
Uh, those two divisions in the AFC are going to be especially interesting because it seems like the Titans are in control of the South and then uh, the Chiefs are fine in the West. So, TJ, what do you got, man? Yeah, man. Uh, it's been a while since I've been on here with you boys. But um, in yeah, terms of good. games, <laughs> in terms of games I'm looking at, uh, first and foremost, definitely not one of my picks, but as a fan, I'm going to say that Giants-Washington game, I think mm – -hmm. When with Heineke getting the start these last couple of weeks, the the, um, the commanders have come out of nowhere and Giants are in trouble becoming last in the division if they don't pull this out. So, I mean, and I look for the Giants to get, I mean, a few pieces back. They're saying Evan Neal is now upgraded to questionable for the game and I think six under six other players um, and some of the corners and safeties in the secondary for the Giants may be coming back as well. So if they come back, it might be a completely different team than what we've seen these last couple of weeks. I think the injury bug has really played them and it's already a team that is, uh, doesn't have too much talent coming off the bench. So getting some of those starters back should help out that run game should help out that secondary and, and on defense. And um, hopefully they can pull this out at home against a division rival and can stay in contention for definitely a playoff spot. Uh, the division is probably already out of, out of, uh, out of chance for them, but um. Also looking at for and for whatever reason this Baltimore Denver game, you know, Denver has looked terrible for most of the year. Baltimore for whatever reason has looked terrible in the second half of games as Kyle alluded to has blown two two uh scoring leads in the fourth quarter, so should be interesting to see maybe Denver can pull pull out that upset there, you know, and they're a big time upset there. Um, and then also looking at that Minnesota and, and Jets game, right? You see Mike White comes in and the Jets look like they looked in the beginning of the season when they snapped off, you know, a nice little win streak for themselves. Uh, you got Wilson on the outside looking like a straight stud with when Mike White's throwing the ball compared to when it was Zach Wilson just a couple games before, right? So excited to see that game in Minnesota. Obviously picked them to win their division. I, I'm still high on them. So interesting to see how that game plays out in Minnesota. In terms of my picks, I'm going to go as and these are subject to change uh i looked at this literally like 10 minutes before the pod i think we all did so you're <laughs> perfectly fine <laughs> uh, but uh i'm going with philly why would anybody pick with us <laughs> yeah right <laughs> hey, man, i looked I at this five minutes before the pod but who knows by sunday i'm probably gonna change it <laughs> hey man even the weeks that i wasn't on the pod i was on a hot streak for a little bit you know what i mean we, so well, well you only get credit if you show up on the clowns. podcast exactly. yeah, yeah yeah but um you know what bad content is still good content you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah, if you suck hey. at something <laughs> And put it online. Believe it or not, people still like it. So. Well, you might come to see us, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you but, expect, um, man? Exactly. Yeah, go yeah, ahead, TJ. So, going with my picks. First off, I'm going uh, with Philly at home against Tennessee minus five and a half. I don't really have to say much about this team. I've been high on them to win their division uh, all year, and I'm just gonna keep riding the Philly train. They've screwed me a couple times. They also they also won me a couple picks. So. I'm going to go with them for, for just the, uh, on, on the strength of the um, how I've been going with them for the year. After that, we're going with Miami Dolphins. Um, I think, you know, it, this is a numbers play for me as, as well, as Kyle pointed out. And it's a, it's a really explosive offense. I think that's if the, if the 49ers can't get pressure and allow these receivers to break out, it's like 
a knockout a, a knockout specialist in a, in a heavyweight fight, right? You're one. It's just, all it takes is one shot, and boom, they find the end zone. So I'm going with them. Uh, but that San Francisco defense is is elite and very stringent, especially in the second half. They know how to close games. So gonna look for Miami to get up big early, and then um, just try to keep keep San Francisco's offense at bay. After that, I'm gonna go with Kansas City, and and just from just because you know it is a revenge game of sorts, right? This is Cincinnati kept them out of the Super Bowl last year, so I think you know it. This Kansas City Chiefs offense is retooled this year. You know they're not so Tariq uh, Hill reliant, uh, where we saw a couple times, especially in that championship game where. Pat, you saw Patrick Mahomes was looking to get it to him for most of that game to try to get a big time play, especially on third down. Now he's distributing the ball a little more. Um, and I look for Kansas City to they have a chip on their shoulder this game. So I look for them to cover to cover that game. So, you know, a field goal game for them. So look for them to cover that on the road. For my fourth pick, I'm going with the Las Vegas Raiders. And why? <laughs> Just because I haven't picked this team all year. I stayed away from them. But I mean, Josh Jacobs is a stud. You feed him the ball and you feed him enough. The Chargers weren't the team I thought they were going to be in the beginning of the year. They, they, you know, tripped and fell over their foot a couple of times. A lot of, a lot of injuries on offense, whether it be the receivers, Herbert. And I think, you know, Vegas is home. So I'm going to roll with the home team underdogs plus two and a half. And then for my lock of the week, the return of Deshaun Watson, new oh, yeah. team in his old stadium, minus six and a half. I'm going to go with the Cleveland Browns, especially after the way they took care of business. Got, got a little lucky, but took care of business against Tampa Bay last week. I think they continue with that momentum, getting their start. The, the guy they paid a, a lot of money to go out and get. Um, I think they find a way to take care of business and, you know, Houston has looked like an absolute dumpster fire all all season. I I, I trust Cleveland to cover with a touchdown uh, in this game. I don't hate your picks, honestly, TJ. I don't hate them at all. And this was a strategy I was thinking about taking was just picking teams that I liked rather than necessarily looking at the spread. Like, do I feel confident in these teams moving forward? And I'll just say a few things about like the Jets. Like I feel so bad for them and Jets fans almost because they have such a great team with so many great key components. But if they keep having to restart with the quarterback position, that franchise is never going to be successful. So there's a very rare possibility that Mike White just will run with it, and that'll be a great you know send off for you know all Jets fans that win the Super Bowl, whatever. But I just don't feel confident in them, and I know. The NFC or the uh, yeah the NFC East obviously is so loaded, and it's going to be a really great back half of the year with all these teams playing each other. And it's really going to be interesting to see like do the Eagles fall a few games? Do the do the uh, Commanders rise up a little bit? Do the Giants still stay in the picture? So it'll be great to see. So that's you know awesome football we're looking forward to this back half of the year. All right, Tommy, what do you got, man? All right, so uh, a lot of great picks so far. I uh, definitely think some of them are interesting. And there's a couple of games that I'm, I'm pretty interested in. Uh, TJ, I know you touched on it, Kansas City. I think that's probably going to be one of the better games of this week just because we got, you know, two AFC powerhouses going head-to-head. 
probably a little bit of a, a rivalry between these two teams picking up over the next couple of years just because they've been so successful. Uh, but I'm taking Kansas City in that game, minus two and a half. Uh, I definitely think that they're going to show out, and it's going to be a, an interesting fight, especially with them on the road in Cincinnati. But at the end of the day, the way I'm looking at this pick is which team do I think is better, which quarterback do I think is going to have a better performance, and ultimately who's going to win. Minus two and a half, I'm pretty sure this is going to be a three-point game, whether it goes either way. I just think at the end of the day, Kansas City is the one that's going to pull it out under pressure. Um, another game, obviously, Philly. They've they've been like a key team to watch so far, 10-1. and one. Uh, Tennessee, you know, they're, they're one of those teams where I can't really tell each week if they're good or if they suck because sometimes, you know, they look like a, a high-caliber team, and then other weeks you're just kind of like, what the fuck are you doing? Even though they are 7-4, and four, you know, it's a great record right now. Um, but I still think Philly's going to, I think Philly is either going to steamroll this team or beat them by three points. So I'm, I'm staying away from that game. Cause I really can't tell, um, you know, how this matchup is going to be, although it is in Philly, you know, it's a, it's a hostile territory, but this could be one of those weeks where Tennessee shows the fuck up and they want to make a statement. So I'm staying away from that game, but definitely going to be tuning in on Sunday. Um, my second pick I'm pretty excited for. I've been talking about this all season. Uh, the Giants, you know, they're 7-4 team. I think they had a really easy schedule starting off the year. Um, and I was expecting initially when I was looking at their schedule for them to beat Washington. But the way Washington's been playing, you know, the past couple of weeks, I expect them to have a big show out. And honestly, I don't think New York really has a home field advantage. Sometimes it, uh, it seems like they play worse there. Um, so I'm expecting the uh, the commanders to pull this one out once again by a field goal. You know, we've had a lot of games close this year at pretty tight numbers, and I think that's gonna be, this is going to be another one. Uh, so I'm expecting this to be a, a minus two and a half towards Washington. Um, now, not to get too heavy on the favorites, I do have a couple of picks I'm pretty excited about for the dogs. One being Detroit. Uh, I, you know, Kyle, I really like what you're saying with uh, about Detroit. Obviously, Dan Campbell is, is a great quarterback. His team really believes in him, and it seems like they play harder for that fact. I've really liked what I've seen from their defense, you know, over the past couple of weeks. And I think with Jacksonville and just the way that they operate, similarly to Tennessee, except for they just don't show up as much, um, I think they're going to be a little inflated after last week's win and expect to be able to beat the Lions pretty easy. And the Lions just to put up a fight at home and, and play like the dogs they are. Um, so I think this is going to be a, an outright win from Detroit, obviously uh, at a, a, a half point favorite. You know, it's a pick em game anyways, but I think they're going to win it outright. I think it's going to be a, a pretty clear cut decision. Um, I'm pretty excited for that game. I'm probably going to do some live betting, uh, live betting, you know, starting off in the first half, maybe like, uh, take the, maybe take the Detroit to be like the, the winner at halftime. I don't know. It's, it's one of those things that I, I'm, I'm more on like watching games live and, and taking picks than trying to think like, oh, I know about this player and they're going to have this many receptions and this many yards. I don't know enough players like that. Um, personally, I just kind of like to watch and see how momentum shifts and changes and then just kind of bet with my head at that point and, you know, usually have a decent amount of success unless I'm parlaying that shit and then I lose all my money. Mm -hmm. Um which tends to happen after a couple of Sunday beers and you get a little bit. Cocky. Oh yeah. No, you get confident. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it goes. Um, <laughs> now I know we've talked about this game a little bit, green Bay, Chicago. Uh, you know, this is one of the, the biggest rivalries in the NFL. Um, I think Chicago sucks. I think green Bay sucks. Uh, so I'm not really sure he's going to be a winner here, but I'm, I'm kind of hoping that uh, the green Bay actually makes the decision to go with Jordan love and uh, puts him, you know, in this week to allow Aaron Rodgers to rest, you know, 
if uh, Justin Fields ends up being out this week and they decide to rest him, we could have two backup quarterbacks battling it out. And then ultimately at that point, what I'm going to be looking for is who has better pieces across the board. And I think that's Green Bay, uh, like at the end of the day. So I'm going to be riding with Green Bay now. That's going to be my one shifty pick. I'm probably not going to move any of my other picks unless Sunday comes. Normally Sunday morning, what I'll do is I'll take a look, see how the lines have changed, see if there's any injuries, what's going on there. Drink and a beer. In the, yeah, go from there. <laughs> no, 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 no. We, we, we saved the drink until after that. Um, <laughs> but that's probably the only one I'm really feeling like I'm going to change. And then my pick of the week, the Pittsburgh Steelers, after there we a go. beautiful win over the Indianapolis Colts. I think Pittsburgh uh, – I hate to sound like a Pittsburgh fan. This might, might as well be Pittsburgh Sports Radio, but I still think they have a chance of, of finishing this season pretty strong. Um, you know, looking at the picks, if I'm being objective, I could see them going like three and three, four and two. If they play really well in these like primetime situations, you know, the biggest games I'm looking at is probably going to be the Ravens games. The Browns, I'm not too worried about. I think we're at home. And really, by by the time we get to the last game of the season, What's gonna it's gonna come down to is how they perform in these other uh, other games and get their confidence built. If they do really well, I think they beat the Browns. If they do really poorly, I don't think they're gonna give a shit. I don't even know if they'll play all their starters at that point. But um, Pittsburgh this week, I think this is one of those key steps. Like, okay, if we're really gonna take a shot at finishing the year strong or potentially making it into the playoffs, this is a key game they have to win. It's got to be against Atlanta. You know, next week we've got the Ravens. That's gonna be a tough one. I think the week after that they play the Panthers. That could be an easy win if they're, they're riding high. And then we got the Raiders after that. We all know they're dog shit. So we're obviously going <laughs> to steamroll them at home. And then the Ravens again. So this is this is kind of an exciting you know time to watch this team and see how the rookie quarterback is going to pull it out. So I'm riding high on this team at a plus one and a half. As Kyle said, they moved to a, a one-point favorite uh, on ESPN. Who knows if that can change a little bit more. I'm probably going to dive in and, and see what that change was caused by. But right now, I'm pretty excited about that pick. I think either way, it's going to be a great game to watch on Sunday. Yeah, uh, I have a lot of things to say about that, but I don't want to make this Pittsburgh sports radio. (laughs) (laughs) But most of the games that the Steelers play are gross. I think just sitting at four and seven, when your leaders of the division right now are at seven and four in the Bengals and the Ravens, I have it in my mind thinking, and Tommy, you're probably thinking this too, where we could – rattle off a lot of divisional wins towards the end of the year and possibly be competitive to win this division. Now that just sounds asinine coming from like, you know, any position right now as a Steelers fan, but it theoretically is possible. So I am going to cling on to that hope. And I like a lot of your takes. Um, TJ, one thing I did forget to say about the Raiders because you haven't picked them yet. Uh, They'll break your heart every time, but I think Kyle, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Derek Carr, is undefeated when he cries during the game? <laughs> no, there was there was a st- uh, statistic. I think he's two and zero or three and zero since mm-hmm. he's cried on that. Since okay, okay, that post game interview where he yep. cried and he hasn't lost okay. yet. So okay, okay, that's the stat. But good to note, actually. So <laughs> uh, it goes well for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. So you might be good, TJ. All right, so uh, I talked a little bit about the strategy I'm going to take tonight, and you know, I think the middle half of this year I was really focusing on picking teams that I liked, and I might come around to that later this season, but we're going to do something a little different here. I'm going to look at the biggest spreads and pick the underdog. We're going to see what <laughs> fucking happens, because who doesn't want to root for an underdog? Denver, who is atrocious at 3-8, and eight, plus 8.5, and 
in Baltimore. <laughs> I'm hoping for a backdoor cover here, but I'm taking Denver. Everyone likes Cleveland. Deshaun Watson's return to Houston to beat the Texans. Uh, six and a half spread. Uh, again, I'm going to take the the Texans at home. One and nine. Um, they're going to they're going to pull something out here. And again, this is complementing the strategy of starting to fade some of y'all with these picks. Uh, Philly minus five and a half at home against the Titans. I like the Titans. I like the way they play football. So this is kind of like one of those ones where I do like the team and I like the larger spread. So give me Tennessee plus five and a half. Uh, the Rams are absolute dog shit. I can't believe they're three and eight this year, but I can't believe also that Seattle is a seven and a half point favor on the road. I don't care. I know the Rams are depleted. I don't care. I don't frankly give a shit. This is the NFL. They're going to show up a little bit. They're not going to lose by more than a touchdown. So I'm taking Rams plus seven and a half there. And then my lock of the week. I love the Steelers. They beat up on the Colts last week. It was a little bit of a gross game, but it was a good victory for us. They're going into Dallas. Dallas is a 10.5-point favorite. I don't know. Something's going to go wrong for Dallas. The Colts are going to hang on there to lose by 10. Give me the Colts plus 10.5, my lock of the week. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that, that's actually a game I was going to uh, uh, talk about. What do you guys this think is about be, that game? This that's is going to be really shitty. We didn't talk about that game. And I think, yeah, we did not. I think it's, the, a, it's an interesting think, line. It's pretty I big. Think, I think yeah. the Colts are going to get their ass kicked in, but I'm going with my strategy. Cover. I, think, I, think the, I think the Colts backdoor cover that. It's 10 and a half. And... Has that line moved at all? Uh, let's see. Yeah. Dallas 11 point favorite now. <laughs> I, I mean, they'll, they could easily win by 20, and, and this might just be a horrible pick, but I'm trying to be consistent with the strategy. So that's that's what we're going for here. Well, I like no one, it. I hope it works. <laughs> no, one, no one's talked about that Monday night game either. I think you're bound to at least get two in a in, in a backdoor cover situation. Yeah. That's what I'm that's what I'm hoping off. I can get two wins out of a backdoor cover of five large <laughs> spreads. Hell yeah. Uh yeah, what games didn't we talk about, Kyle? The Monday night one? game. Yeah, the Bucks, uh Saints. <sighs> Gross. This is for um, first place in the division, baby. I mean, Tom Brady's already looks like he's shopping for a new team. It isn't, yeah, it, yeah, so, he's going to New England, right? So he's going back. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I'll tell you what, I'm taking the under on that game. <laughs> the Bucks, yeah. the Bucks has, since Tom Brady got there, have been pretty bad in New Orleans outside of the one playoff game that they that they won that propelled them to the Super Bowl. So yeah, I think I think they yeah. actually beat them earlier this season for the first time. Uh, right. other than that uh playoff game. But yeah, before then I think Brady was 0-4 in the regular season before last year playoff. And then I guess this win uh, earlier this year. So now he's what? He's two in two and four yeah i mean I, I, I don't know what his problem is with the saints um right now on espn it's uh tampa minus three and a half i don't yes. think they're gonna win by more than a field goal <laughs> like I, I don't yeah i don't know how the every week they're they're favorites i fuck i saw another thing too another uh statistic i think brady's win total this year was 11 and a half and he's already like under that and I think they said this is the earliest that's ever happened in his career. <laughs> yeah, I mean, doesn't surprise me at all. I mean, uh, 
Yeah, do you guys have anything on this game? I really don't because I just no. hate the, I just hate people talking about the Bucks. I really don't uh, give a shit. Um, I mean, it's not a game that just jumps off the page to me. The the, the Bucks literally just got beat by the Browns with <laughs> Jacoby Brissett. Now coming now coming into the year, this looked very intriguing with like Jameis yeah. Winston possibly going up against you know Tom Brady, both just like duking it out with a lot of yards, a lot of points. But <laughs> yeah, right, not anymore. Yeah, and honestly, like, I don't know. I haven't watched as many of the Tampa Bay games as probably somebody, as probably somebody like, you know, Kyle has. Um, <laughs> but I, I guess I'm curious for your opinion on that, Kyle, then. Um, do you think Tom Brady's <laughs> lost a step, or do you think it's the Bucks as a team? Uh, I, I'd honestly say it's more so as a team. Like, they're playing so sloppy. Like, there's so many third downs where they, they end up converting, and it's just like – offensive PI or holding or, you know, um, offensive illegal man downfield. And it's just like they're drive killers. And it's like, it's, I don't know. It's really hard for a team to overcome that, especially when you lose three starters on the offensive line. Mm -hmm. They literally have like the worst run offense in the league by far. Like they cannot run the ball. Um, you know, Cameron Brait like broke his neck against the Steelers. I mean, they lost Gronk AB. I, I mean, they're somewhat healthy now with, Godwin and and Evans, but like, again, it's just not. It's the just same that team. that line is horrible. Yeah, yeah. the lot. I just I don't know. Again, I definitely don't think there is as good as like the first year Brady went down there. Um, but yeah, again, I don't know what Todd Bowles' deal is. Like they just a lot of players don't seem like really motivated. It's kind of sloppy. Like I don't know. It's it's weird. I mean, I mean, yeah, I don't think it's necessarily like Brady's fault by any means. Um. I mean, again, he's had some not so great games, but I definitely would not put majority of the blame on him. Yeah, no, I I agree. I mean, it, one thing you point out, Todd, like Todd Bowles and all the the penalties are coaching miscues, right? And that's how great of an asset Arians was to this team. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you get rid of him, you start seeing all those miscues. The defense looks a little older when they're on the field, like. It, it, this isn't the same Tampa Bay team that it has been, you know, the last two years. And that's where I think um, I don't put the blame on Brady because Brady statistically, his numbers are, are decent. Like yeah. he, he's been getting his. Yeah, which is crazy. Again, he's playing like clean football to the best of his ability. Again, like least amount of interceptions in the league, lowest. Uh, he'll probably have five. Passes. He'll probably have 5,000 yards. Like it's insane. <laughs> Um, so he's getting his, they just, again, they're struggling a little bit down in the red zone. They're settling for field goals instead of touchdowns. Um, and again, like in close games that, that makes a difference. Um, but again, speaking of Brady being like clean down in the red zone, I saw a, again, a statistic, um, since he's joined the bucks, I think he has 72 passing touchdowns in the red zone with no interceptions, which is just absolutely Damn. absurd. <laughs> absolutely absurd so again i i would not say uh it's brady's fault <laughs> how happy yeah. would you be if you went back to new england god that'd be something i don't even know how like patriots fans would react um i mean i'd fucking welcome them with open arms but uh um, there is no upside to that at all yeah I'm curious how Bill reacts. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if Bill's happy with Mac. He would probably just retire. I, I, I think. I think they're trying to trade Mac, from what I heard. Mm. Um, Isn't he I mean, injured? 
Mac Jones? Yeah. Or is he back? Uh, he came back a couple weeks ago. Unless he got hurt again in the last game against Minnesota. But he, I honestly haven't paid attention to the Pats oh, at all in no, weeks. Yeah. yeah, he was out for like two or three weeks, and Zappy started, and he got us some wins. And then um, I forget who we were playing, but they kind of split time. Mm. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I don't know if, like, that's where they're trying to go, if they're trying to move off a of Mac and get a couple picks, or I'm not entirely sure, but – a report from the athletic came out today that again is a pretty reputable source and they were talking about that. So I, I guess we'll see. Well, the one lesson I've learned in life is never go back to your ex. So just uh, that would be <laughs> stupid on the Patriots part to do that. Uh, the bucks are going to be an interesting situation because they could catch a little steam towards the end of the year. And then whoever they might face in the playoffs could cause trouble for them. Like a Vikings or an Eagles team that you know had a great year but might run into them so we'll yeah. see but yeah see johnson i was like again uh bucks just had a i think a buy in week 12 um then like prior to the buy they caught a little fire and uh i was like oh they're gonna you know pick up some steam and then they lose last week again they let uh who was it david and, and joku the tight end from cleveland and joko yeah. i don't mm-hmm. know how to pronounce his last name yeah, yeah. let him get some insane one-handed catch i was like dude come on um, again, this division's a dumpster fire. I mean, Tampa might finish literally under 500 and, and have a home playoff game. And the thing that the craziest thing out of everything is I, there's a part of me that still thinks even if they have to play like, I don't know, like a nine and seven or nine and eight, like commanders or giants team. Um, I think they will be favored. Like even if they're under five, no, they will. They would absolutely be favored in that scenario. That's, like, that's why, which like, is insane. Again, which like, should who, not be fair. Who, who are you guys going to trust? You're going to trust like Geno Smith? It's the same thing. It's the same. It's the same thing as Alabama. The I'm trusting that Alabama. Gets. <laughs> it's the treatment that Tom Brady gets. You know what I mean? It's the same situation. They would be favored by that in that case, and uh, that's fine. They might get their ass beat, but they also might go to the NFC Championship. So, you know, yeah. who, who the hell knows? I think the NFC is getting a little off topic. <laughs> getting a little off topic. Speaking of Alabama, they're where they are in the in the playoff rankings. Don't even so get me. Pissed. Don't even get me started. About that. I was like, I, what the fuck? <laughs> where are they? What is it? They're, like they're number six, six above Tennessee, who beat them, which is <laughs> the main problem. Yeah. Literally, Oregon State beat Oregon. They're out of them by one. And um, someone else beat someone else and head to head, and they're ahead of them. And then Alabama just gets that six spot. It doesn't matter anyway, but it's just yeah. really funny to see Tennessee fans like blow their lid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys, that's going to do it for this week's edition of the Peep Show. Go follow the Peep Show pod on Instagram and Twitter. Subscribe to Johnny Radio on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music where you can listen to new episodes of The Peep Show that are released every Thursday during the NFL season. Subscribe to Johnny Hazoff's YouTube channel, youtube.com backslash at Johnny Hazoff, to watch full video episodes of The Peep Show. And, of course, all social media and audio and video links can be found in the show notes. Boys, it's been a great week. Let's see how the strategy pulls out. Any last comments before we head out here? Good luck. Yeah. Getting in the thick of it here. <laughs> now we're coming wire. down to the wire. We're coming out of the wire. So let's I not mean, blow it, all right? without close me, TJ, and Kyle are. Fuck you guys. But Johnson, good luck. <laughs> hey, feeling good. Like I should. When in circle, walk around the neighborhood.
can be a better day despite the challenge All you gotta do is leave it better than you found it It's gonna get difficult to stand but hold your balance I just say whatever cause there is no way you're round it Everyone falls down sometimes But you just gotta know it'll all be fine It's okay But nothing works, you feel surrounded Gotta give your feet some gravity to get you grounded Keep good things inside your ears just like the waves and sound it And just say whatever cause there is no way you're grounded Everyone falls down sometimes But you just gotta know it'll all be fine It's okay Sunday best Hey, feeling good Like I should Winning the 